Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Dan, uh, you can call me a New Mexican at this point, brother. We had a fantastic trip to New Mexico, uh, Albuquerque and Santa Fe. And uh, I think it's Paco Ridge we passed. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I'd written them uh, earlier in the year and they said they had some things that were changing, wasn't wasn't quite ready. So we did not play, uh, but I I bring that up to say, I think we're gonna have a little trip um, back to Albuquerque in Q1 of 2022. Mm. And uh, they're gonna try to get a little tea time out there. We'll see how it goes. Nice, yeah, that's really good, man. How was the weather? Uh, uh, the weather was fantastic. I would say, you know, 65, 70 during the day. Got down to the 40s, 45 at night, but still not not too bad. Got a solid little Chris Stapleton show while we were out there. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. So Chris is, uh, you know, he's rocking as usual. Oh, you know who opened for him was Jamie Johnson. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got, got a little twofer out there of uh, some outlaw countrymen. It was good. Yeah, it was real good. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What so did, I, I'm, what'd yeah, you pick ahead. up? What'd you pick up? Uh, Ooh, that's uh, what did I get? So I uh, picked up some pretty cool bottles from Costco. I uh, got some single barrels and, uh, and they're bottled in bond. So the new Kirkland releases, I got a, um, uh, I got a knob Creek 2001 limited edition. Uh, I got a Basil Hayden toasted. I posted a picture of that, man. Good Lord, you should have saw the hate mail I got off of that thing. Oh, really? Not not, not, not us in particular, but uh, but that Basil Hayden toasted bottle, like a lot of people. I haven't cracked, open it, you know, cracked into it yet, but I didn't get a single comment or response that was positive. Everybody was talking about how shitty it was. So, I, I don't know. Looking forward to, uh, to doing a review on that pretty soon. May not be a very good... Uh, it may be a decent review, but uh, the review may not be decent. So hmm. I, I don't know. Not we'll, one we'll positive review. Wow. wow. No, not not one positive review. Thought, but the cocktail scene is uh, is kicking out there. Though, is it? Really yeah. Anything? Anything? Yeah. Anything to call out as like the uh, the cocktail of the land of all? So we drink a lot of Sotol while we were out there. So, you know, given we're in New Mexico and Sotol is a, it's an agave spirit. So similar to kind of like a mezcal and really it's just based on kind of where it's made is is the reason that it's not mezcal. Uh, But yeah, just uh, uh, we drink a lot of agave spirits while we were out there. Had plenty of bourbon, but uh, yeah, the kind of the the Sotol and mezcal, uh, the agave spirits are are really kicking. So, uh, hmm. yeah, go away. Yeah, by the way, if you wanted some uh, want some cocktail recipe ideas, go check out Robert Simonson's book. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I saw a picture of the book. I guess it was on one of them shelves out there too. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were at the uh, I think it's the Durant Pharmacy. So it's a little uh, kind of uh, you know old school pharmacy, and then they got a, a diner in the back kind of thing. We were, but as we were waiting, or while we were waiting on the table, we uh, you know browsing around in the little store there, Five and Dime, and uh, yeah, had his uh, had his book on the shelf. So pretty cool. Nice man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Great. 
Dusty. Looking forward to getting him back Uh, on. Talk about some more stuff, maybe in in the spring or something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Who won the golf tournament this weekend? (laughs) Who who won the golf tournament this weekend? You know, do you have to kick it over from to me for that? I mean, my goodness, it was Lucas Herbert. What do you want to do? It it was, uh, yeah, kind of a a weird weekend just with flights and trying to get everybody in there. The weather didn't cooperate, so uh, it was uh, was an interesting. Uh, interesting tournament for sure. Who came in second place? I'll quiz you uh, now. <laughs> uh, I, what did Dan, I think Danny Lee, right? I believe Danny Lee came in second Patrick place. Reed. Oh, sorry, Patrick Reed. Yeah, he, he was actually making a pretty good charge there at the end yeah. of that. Man. He, yeah. was, uh, he was looking pretty uh, pretty good. Uh, how'd your one and done do? I think my uh, one and done definitely. You, uh, you beat me. I was I was leading going into Sunday, but I didn't have a good side. Danny Lee and Patrick Reed both untied. I was just messing with you. Oh, so what you're saying is I was right. What I'm saying is oh, I, threw, I threw you off. I threw you off. Partially, <laughs> partially correct. Uh, yeah, so uh, your one and done finished 12th and my Mine was a little bit further down than that. <laughs> Mine was 30th, so yeah. Uh, but no, I, so uh, Scott Stalling shot a 62 on Sunday. I thought uh, I thought Scott Stallings looked like he uh, looked like he had a pretty good chance to uh, to take take something there. Uh, what I think every time what is uh, his past this season if he's make if he makes the cut he's finishing t5 or better i believe i think mm. i think that's wow. uh, that's a good one so now that's when he makes the cut but when he makes the cut man he's uh, he's definitely delivering so well i was uh pleasantly surprised about patrick reed because you know we're, we're big fans of his and he had that struggle you know earlier uh, this year i guess what like two two months ago he had the, some challenges with the with the pneumonia yeah, double, and, double all, pneumonia and all that and, yeah. yeah and uh seemed like hey he had something going this one here and he's playing again this week so we're gonna get into him again this week um but holy cow man yeah i'd love to see it i mean we love having pat reed in the in the in the fight there on a sunday don't we Oh yeah, ab- absolutely. And I mean, I think this, uh, the, uh, the Mayakoba coming up, I mean, that's kind of, I think that's a good, you know, that course looks like it, uh, kind of sets up really well for him. So we'll, we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, before we do though, uh, breaking news, breaking, breaking news. news. Breaking I, news. I don't know if it's still breaking or not. Um, but the, uh, oh, shit, I'm going to miss the, miss the name, but there's a, uh, uh, the shark, the shark, has been announced. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Already a fanboy. Uh, <laughs> I'm, support, I'm supporting yes. the Asian so, tour. So, so it's the Asian tour and it's a, what it's the Saudi premier league, I think is what, uh, is what they're going to be calling it. So Greg Norman is going to be the, uh, the, the director CEO, um, of, of that new tour. So good for Greg, I guess. Uh, do you think what, and check that. So, uh, Maya Coba this week at, uh, El Camaleon is a Greg Norman course. Do so you think there's any coincidence that, uh, I, I don't think so. Uh, I, I think it was planned. I don't think it was a coincidence in, in them naming that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't really know what's going to happen. I think they, what, it, uh, it's, it's a 10 year, uh, hundred billion dollar investment. Is that what I caught it as? 200 billion. 200 million, 200 million, 10 year investment. So I, I don't know. We'll see where things wind up. Um, is Greg Norman relevant? I mean, I, so I guess he'll be stepping down. Hold, hold, the, hold the phone. Hold oh, no. The, you, oh, you're no. kind of stepping all over yourself here when you said, oh, do you think no. it was a coincidence that this was 
you know, it's last weekend and we're going into the last couple of events of the year. And oh, by the way, Greg Norman course this next week, you know, here's what I have to say about that. Okay. So you take Bryson and Brooks and take all those guys, Ricky Fowler, all those guys, right? And you ask Greg Norman if it was a coincidence that he announced it this weekend. I think his reaction would be, hold my beer. Uh, He would would probably say, hold my glass of water. There you go. AKA, I'm the king of this stuff here, buddy. Don't you forget who started this. I mean, Arnie, Arnie, get all that. But Greg, Greg was a marketeer. Yeah. Yeah. And and has continued to be a driving force in in the golf world. So uh, I I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think there's going to be a huge impact on the U.S. market. I mean, first off, we're not going to be able to watch it. Right. I mean, mm. the, the majority of the tournaments are going to be played when we're sleeping. Uh, it's going to be 11, 11 p.m. to whatever, 4 or 5 a.m. Right. Um, so it, so everything will be reruns. Um, and then I, I don't know who's going to play. I mean, I don't want to say that these folks are. I mean, that, clearly they're going to throw some money at it. Right. I mean, they're going to throw money at players to get to get folks. And and I don't know, do people want to see Scott Stallings? I mean, is, is Scott Stallings going to be a draw for people uh, when they're watching the uh, the Saudi Premier League? Or do they want to see McElroy and John Rahm and Hideki Matsuyama? And that's who they want to see. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and granted, you know, there's plenty of great talent in in the international market. But I mean, do we know who they are in the U.S.? Probably not. Do the folks in Asia know who they are? If you know, for the casual fan, I don't know. I mean, if you're really into it, you've got a golf podcast. You probably know a lot more about it than we do. But I, I just I, I don't know what the impact is going to be, other than to grow the Asian tour. I think that's really the that's the that's that's the metric I think that kind of drives success for for the for that league. And I don't know that they're going to wind up with. Um, with, uh, yeah, with the draw that they're looking for. However, uh, I guess Greg and uh, Tim Fincham, I guess he can kind of you know, jab him back now. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, and my understanding from reading some of these, some of these articles that's come out the last couple of days is that they're aligning with the Asian tour. And because they're doing that, these events will have OWGR points associated yeah. with them so if you do play in them you are not necessarily just playing there just to play you are getting something out of it in terms of a ranking which you get you qualified for majors etc so it is a it is a step up and the other part too is i think it's going to my understanding is it's going to start it's not like this is a oh what if it's like i think it's i think it's go time right it's gonna it's gonna start and it's gonna it, they're yeah, gonna align so. with them and they're gonna try and get players to come on board it's not it's not being talked about it's gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, which is probably a good time. I mean, if it's you know, if they're going to start in the during the you know the 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 end of the year in 2022, I mean, where things are kind of dying down on the PGA Tour, right? And and you know the field this what we're going to see this week. I mean, it's solid, you know, as solid as it can be. Uh, but you know, we're definitely going to have some. I don't know if you want to call them off weeks from the PGA Tour perspective. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'll check it out and see what it is. But I, I don't I don't know that it's. Uh, I don't think it replaces the PGA tour in any fashion. I, I think it's, uh, it, it's supplemental to, you know, what we're going to be watching on a, on a weekly basis. So. You may see some of those Cobra guys going over to play Bryson, Ricky, you might have a tie in with the shark. <laughs> you can't say no to the shark, you know, who knows, right? Well, I mean, if, if Ricky's thinking about how he gets back in the top 100, I mean, I'd be, uh, I'd be looking at some schedules. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. 
uh, maybe his path back into uh, back into some of these majors he's been missing for the longest. <clears throat> Shark, and, Shark and could give Phil some free wine. Now, it wouldn't surprise me to see Phil uh, <laughs> to see Phil playing in some of these things. I mean, he's he's probably already seeing like he's he hears the cash register going off in the back of his head. Yeah, he's like, who am I hustling out of this? Yeah. So speaking of yeah. speaking of Phil Mickelson, did you see? Um, uh, shit. Who's the Bills Josh quarterback? Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did his, uh, had, had his Phil Mickelson Halloween costume. So, uh, obviously Halloween has passed us by, but out of the costumes that you saw, who was, uh, who had the best costume? John Rom. John. Yeah. He was, uh, Roy Kent from, uh, 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 shit. Um, yeah, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Ted yeah. Lasso. Yeah. yeah. So real yeah. good. Yeah. I, I thought that was a really, uh, a really good, uh, really good costume. Who else was out there? Ed Finau was the, was the goon squad. J- uh, JT was, I think he was, 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 was like Will Ferrell. Like yeah. Super, supersonic yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Max Homa did the bridesmaids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That one didn't register to me. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what that one was. I didn't either. But I, apparently yeah. a lot of people did. I mean, you and I just, we're not into it, man. I mean, you know, so there you go. That's a good, good uh, point. Good yeah. point. But nobody was, nobody was, um, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, spirits are lying. I mean, nobody was Miguel. I would like to see somebody be Miguel. You know, I did see it. It wasn't any, well, I shouldn't say that they were, they're not famous. Uh, I didn't see it. Did, it wasn't a professional athlete, uh, but I did see a Miguel outfit. You did. Oh, oh nice. yeah, I did. Yeah, it was on somebody's Instagram page. I saw it, so it was uh, pretty. Yeah, pretty good. Did legitimate, legitimate. I would have, you know, side profile. Uh, I, I knew who it was right away. So. I'm surprised you didn't go with like Jimmy Russell or Peppy Van. You know, or, yeah. well, there's always next year. <laughs> think, 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 let, let me let me make an it. Make it. Uh, I'd like to see yeah. you go as like uh, uh, like like Peppy Van Winkle and like do it like do a mashup with something else. You know, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, like we'll work on one it. side. We'll one work, side. Yeah, we'll work on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll work on it. Oh, we're, yeah, we're, 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 it could be like the top half could be something like Pappy, and then the bottom half could be something else or something too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did see uh, somebody dressed their kid up like John Daly. They had he had the pants on and he had had his mullet. You know, so, nice. Uh, that, that, that one was pretty good. Nice. Um, <laughs> what else is uh, what else did I get into? Uh, oh, the uh, uh, Sweetens Cove Golf Club. Uh, they're having their ugly sweater golf tournament. On December the tenth, I believe. So I'll be making uh, making a trip up there with uh, Madamski and the crew. Uh, I think Lee's going to be there, and Miller and Howard. So yeah, lots of uh, Browner's going to be there. So looking forward to uh, teeing it up with those guys. Fingers crossed that uh, the weather cooperates. December the tenth in uh, South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, could be a little dicey. Uh, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But I see you've been doing some reviews, and you got some new stuff before you went on your little mini vacation too. Didn't you get some? Did you get some Chattanooga? And what else I did you? Did? Yeah, I got a uh, I got a Chattanooga bottle and bond. I got a Chattanooga single barrel. Um. Oh, uh, Matt O'Claire from uh, Clearwater Distillery. Let me get let me show this bottle. Uh, he just. I guess I should have been drinking this. So he did a, uh, so if you're a fireball fan, uh, this is his new release. It, it is not fireball by the way, but it is a cinnamon whiskey and it is called scandalous. 
So I'll be, um, you know, I may actually go, I don't have any fireball. I don't need any now that I've got this, but uh, yeah, be sure to check out clearwaterdistilling.com. Uh, our friends over there and uh, Matt, thanks again for sending to the bottle. We'll get some reviews out on this one as soon as possible. Got a hold of one of those 14 year light whiskeys, which is fantastic. And then the, the, uh, pretty cool. Uh, so this was from the Georgian, no, the Georgia Bourbon Social Club. So it's their Jack Daniels single barrel pick. Oh, Let's nice. do that. Yeah. And then it's got uh, <laughs> did a cool little sticker there. Oh yeah, Friends that uh, from uh, <laughs> Animal Farm. No, Animal, Animal House. Animal House. <laughs> Animal House. Yeah, Animal House. Yeah. 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 I haven't cracked that one yet, but yeah, looking for. I'll get into those this week. And so uh, that Clearwater sure Cinnamon Whiskey is going to be some really good base for some good holiday cocktails. Ooh, yeah, some good, uh, like a good eggnog, maybe. Ooh, an eggnog, a, yeah. a good eggnog riff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to get, uh, gotta get a good recipe for uh, for some eggnog. But yeah, if you, uh, if anybody's watching, you've got a, a good recipe, like a family recipe for some homemade eggnog. Send that my way. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Evan Williams eggnog. You know, probably maybe we'll just add it. I think Clearwater's got some too. Make sure you reach out to him and ask him if he's doing the eggnog this year. Mm. That is right. I do remember that from a, from a recent show. He, he mentioned that. So, so coming up this week, uh, before we get into the Mayakoba, we are going to be releasing our uh, our Pinehurst pod, a, a prequel, Ooh, a prequel, a prequel to our uh, our homage to uh, the sand sand hills of North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I had a great time with Ben, uh, kind of chatting everything Pinehurst and uh, and sharing a. I think he was sipping on Knob Creek, I believe, for the show. I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, show shared a pour, and uh, yeah, great, uh, some great insight and in what he's done in, in his tenure at uh, Pinehurst and things to come. So, looking looking forward to uh, to getting that out and uh, letting people have a listen. Oh, he knew what show he was on. We got some John Daly story. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. That was fun. <laughs> That was a good taste sitting out there in front of the cradle, making you jealous. You're like, Hey, give me a club. Oh, give me a club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. What's co- a couple weeks out. Right. Mm-hmm. So that should be, uh, should be a good time up there. Again, fingers crossed, man. Hope the weather, uh, hope the weather cooperates with us. So, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, we shall see. Hey, this is Brad King, Stitch Golf CEO, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. Uh, well, are you ready to head to uh, Mexico? It, hey, do you think it was a coincidence that I just got back from New Mexico and now we're going to be talking about Mexico? There are no coincidences. No. Just, just, just saying. Just saying. It's everything has a plan. <laughs> everything has a plan, and here we are in the. Uh, whew, it, it, maybe, maybe I can get this all out. The Worldwide Technology Championship at Maya Coba. Uh, this is going to be played at, as we previously mentioned, a Greg Norman design golf course, the El Camaleon in Riviera Maya, Mexico. It is a par 71, just over 7,000 yards. 
And, uh, you know, I would say, I would tell you what kind of grass is on the greens, but uh, I really can't pronounce pa- uh, that, that's, that's That's as good as I can get there. I've been drinking and, and we'll move on from that. I think this has been played here since 2007. Uh, our last uh, or most previous winners. So you got Javi in 2020, Brendan Todd in 19, Kucher in 18, Patton Kazire in 17, and Pat Perez in 2016. Is this the year P squared comes back and chalks and, and records another victory on the PGA Tour? I don't know. We'll find out. Um, so what's uh, what's kind of going to work here? Uh, driving accuracy is definitely going to be rewarded. Uh, we say it week in and week out. Here we are at a ball strikers course once again. So um, you got kind of a mix, I guess, right, with the winners. I mean, Javi's long enough, Todd's long, you know, and then you got Matt Kuchar kind of thrown in there and Pat Perez. So uh, obviously it's nothing uh, – uh, it's nothing that uh, the short hitters aren't going to be able to compete at. Uh, just looking to see if there's any notable second place finishes. Eh, not really. I mean, there, there's plenty. I shouldn't say that. Plenty of plenty of notable second place finishes. But um, we've got. Uh, I think we've got three par fives on this golf course once again. And I believe we had that last week as well. So. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, Dan. It's um, it, probably one of the better lineups that we've seen in a while, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a, uh, I was looking at it this morning when um, the DK came out, and I was like, "Wow, this is a this is a really good field. It's going to be a fun one because also it's behind us. It's not in front of us. You know, even even the Bermuda last week was like an hour ahead of us, so it looks like things a little bit more mm-hmm. challenging to watch or whatnot. But uh, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Be, is, it, is this the one where Brooks didn't make the cut last year, and then was being fed grapes by his girlfriend? I think so. Yes. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Just keep that in mind uh, well, with your Brooks. Well, let, let me. Yeah, let me. Uh, keep keep rambling. Let me let me check that out. Let me yeah. confirm that. Well, this was the one where. Yes. 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 He, did, he did. He yeah. He's played um, in the past what, five years. He's played it one time, which was last year, and he missed the cut. So yeah. I think this is where his girlfriend was feeding him grapes afterwards, and he was like, "Oh well." So what you're saying is take Brooks uh, Kepka. Yeah. He, <laughs> Brooks Kepka is your one and done and he will be beachside uh for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, not exactly. At the, at the, not at the tournament. Yeah. Uh okay, so let's uh well let's get into these guys and let's see. So at the ten thousand dollar and better range, you just uh we're we're booking in this thing. You've got Justin Thomas at eleven thousand two hundred dollars, and at the bottom of the ten thousand dollar range, you just mentioned him, the great man himself brooks kepka and you got a lot of stuff in between there of which uh there's a few folks that are kind of surprising me uh that that are in this field or that are in the ten thousand and better range how about you who do you like at ten thousand dollars and better uh well gotta go javi you gotta go javi and you gotta go (sighs) i like finau here yeah yeah, those back are my two. Back to back tournament those, champions. Those are my two. Huh? Those are my two. Back to back, back to back tournament champion with Victor Hovland. Um, I, I think that that's probably a good play there. Uh, I'll tell you, I would say the only guy that I'm probably fading is Terrell Hatton. Well, two guys, Terrell Hatton and Brooks Kepka. And the one gentleman that we haven't seen in quite some time, I'll tell you, the last time we saw Billy Ho, um, yeah, it was at the Tour Championship, but I think he's been playing some European tournaments, I believe. 
I could be totally wrong about that, but I thought that that's what I saw. Uh, you can correct me if I'm right or wrong, <laughs> by the way. Um, so let's see. Um, what's Horschel looking like here? Uh, plenty of top 10 finishes for him. Uh, again, shouldn't have any trouble hitting the fairways. And uh, yeah, he's putting good. So I think uh, I like Billy Ho in this situation. Um, that's probably where I'm starting. His numbers don't necessarily look great in the past 24 rounds, but uh, I'm not going to let that steer me away from Billy Horschel. I'm definitely going to be moving in that direction. Um, yeah, he finished T9 at the Tour Championship. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I think Billy Ho, uh, I think Abe is a pretty interesting play here. Uh, tournament history. Where's Abe answer? T twelve, T eight, T twenty one, T nine, and T fifty five. He'll be playing in front of his hometown crowd uh, in his home. Well, not hometown, but his home country. So I don't know, man. I, I'm thinking, uh, you know, uh, just what coming off a recent win for Abe. Um, yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. So highest projected ownership in the ten thousand dollar range is Abe uh, at twenty percent. Uh, lowest is BK at 6%, probably because he's got grapes on his mind. He says, have great. this is called a free vacation, boys and girls. <laughs> uh, so, so there you go. Yeah. So, I, so, uh, I really do outside of Terrell Hatton and Brooks Kepka. I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, I don't know if my one and done is going to come out of that group or not. It, it may, but, but it may not. So, uh, how about the $9,000 range, Dan? Uh, who do you like here? Who you taking? Who you sitting? You know what's funny is like I like Aaron Wise here. It's ninety six hundred bucks, nineteen percent projected ownership. T five at the CJ Cup, T eight at Shriners, T twenty six at Sanderson, seventeenth at the BMW, twenty first at Northern Trust. Playing really well. If you look at his chart, it's up and to the right, which is exactly what you want to see in this field. Last twenty four rounds, thirty eighth off the tee. 31st on approach, 32nd putting. I mean, I don't see how you can go wrong there. Other than it's, he's kind of pricey. But what do you think about Aaron Wise? Uh, I think those back-to-back top 10 finishes he has uh, says I'm worth it. That's yeah. what I, that's yeah. what I think about Aaron Wise. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's like, well, why why wouldn't I go in that direction? Uh, so I think he's good. Well, you go ahead. You, you can continue. I, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I like Pat Reed here too. I think, I think he's back. I think he's feeling good. I think the only thing that was keeping him down was just the, the, the health problems he had a couple months ago with the pneumonia, but that's nothing that, that he could have you know predicted or whatnot. And it just, just knocked him out for a little while. Right. But I think he's back. He's feeling good. And I think he saw the results last week coming challenging uh, on Sunday. He missed, he missed by one. Right. So uh, I think he's back. I think, the short game is going to be valuable to him this week, um, and I think he uh, I think he stands a good chance. So he's only seven percent projected ownership. So in a DK perspective, I really like Patrick Reed this week. Yeah, I, I do too. And by the way, thanks for pulling up uh, fantasynational.com so I can see uh, see who and who and what we're talking about. Uh, much appreciated, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to hit uh, Taylor Gooch. I think is um, so. We've got uh, two top five finishes in two of his last three starts. So I think Taylor Gooch is probably a direction that I'm going to be leaning. So is uh, is Taylor Gooch the new Cooch? 
Is he like Gooch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, why, why not? Uh, he ranks out 26th in this model uh, off the tee. Is, I guess his weakest category, but again, coming off those uh, two top fives and uh, what at the Shriners? I think it was T11, right? So I mean, you can call it uh, T11 or better in his uh, last three tournaments. So I think Taylor Gooch is going to be a, a direction that I'm leaning, and and many others will be as well. Yeah, 100. Uh, percent If there are any fades <laughs> in the nine thousand dollar range. I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't really see any uh, that I'm kind of moving, moving away. What do you think about Zalatoris here? Uh, I think, yes, I think that um, I I don't, I mean, I'd be hard pressed not to play him here in some lineups. T52 last year. So it was his first uh, year too. I mean, you know, and it's like, yeah. uh, yeah, I just, I think he's sleeping this week. You know, like he's a sleeper and, and to call him a sleeper is, you know, Hey, can you, can you really call him a sleeper? I think you can, cause he's not in the $10,000 range and he deserves to be. So, yep. um, I, I think he's misplaced in the, in the, the pricing this week. Uh, I think Matt Wolf is going to catch my attention this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Second think, at the Shriners, mm-hmm. T17, Sanderson Farms. So uh, think we, I, I think I saw enough at the Shriners to say, yeah, it's probably a go. Um, I think he's struggling a little bit off the tee, but again, the fairway should be pretty easy to hit. So I think that's, uh, yeah, that, that's a direction for me. I don't know, again, uh, as far as fades go, I don't think I need to fade anybody in the nine thousand dollar range. I think you can you can pick freely. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to live in the nine thousand dollar range <laughs> as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's not much there to fade for sure. No, I mean that's a that's a that's a good range. It's a really good range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think the eight thousand dollar range probably has the. Uh, it, the eight thousand, the winner could easily come out of the. Eight, I mean, it could come out of any of them, obviously. But I, I think the eight thousand dollars range is is interesting in in the sense of. I mean, what are we going to get out of Ricky Fowler? Uh, what are we going to get out of Sergio Garcia? Uh, what did uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, who was uh, I think he was projected to at least the odds, uh, he was the fa- he was favored for last week at Bermuda, and we get a T thirty out of him. So uh, I don't, you know. Tringali, T2 at the Zozo. I mean, I, I could definitely see him popping here. Uh, there's really, I mean, I'll say I like them all <laughs> in the $8,000 range. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's see. So $8,000 range, the highest projected ownership is McNeely. Now, Russell Henley. And then okay. Mito, Mito goes first, then Russell. Sorry, guys, I was scrolling down. Russ Mito at 17%, Russell at 13, Maverick McNeely at 11. Um, so that's that's your highest there. Lowest looks like it could be Bezadenhut. Yeah, I think it's Bezadenhut. Yeah, Christian Bezadenhut. Yeah. yeah. Um, and which probably, I mean, j- just that fact alone, uh, that he's lowest projected owning the $8,000 range, if that's where I need to shop at, I mean, that's probably steering me to uh, Christian Bezaden, who uh, out of the, uh, just based on ownership alone there. Yeah, I mean, so the highest is Mito, but how can you go wrong with Mito? I mean, you can't, right? Mm, I, no, I don't think so. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, like why? Yeah. I mean, again, it's uh, so at T30 Bermuda, T40 Shriners, T31 Sanderson, third at Fortinet. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess the putter is the only thing that really is, you know, if you're, if you're looking at it. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. Is, are, is he priced appropriately for this? I mean, he's, he's been crushing it, right? 17%, 17% projected ownership in the $8,000 range is by far beating everybody, everybody by like five points. But let should me, he be, me, should be, he be like 8,700? Well, let me just say they've got Bucky Fowler at 8,600. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, that, that should answer it itself. So, mm. uh, but yeah, I, I do think he's probably, they probably missed the mark on him a little bit. Yeah, I do too. Same thing with <laughs> Russell Henley. I think he's a player this week. Yeah, yeah. As, as Russell Henley is first on approach in this field. Last twenty-four uh, rounds. Uh, okay, back-to-back missed cuts at this tournament and T twenty-nine in twenty nineteen. Uh, Mito, this will be his first outing here, as well as it will be Christian. So, uh, oh, whoops! I, I kind of bled into the seven thousand dollars range there. Sorry. Uh, I don't know, Keegan, I mean, is Keegan somebody that, that might sneak in here? Uh, maybe. Uh, Ricky Fowler missed a cut last year, no surprise, but then 19 and 18, you've got T16 and second. Uh, so, I, I don't know, maybe I'm probably going to work Ricky into a few lineups, I think. Yeah, yeah. He plays there a lot. He knows the course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend too. I, hey, by the way, I won money last week. Oh, so did I. I was gonna wait to the end of the show to boast about all this, but uh, yes, I, I I did too. Uh, obviously, I didn't win anything outright on the winner. Uh, and I'd like to know who did. Who yeah. had Who had Herbert as the as the <laughs> winner for the tournament and laid it down? I don't know what his odds were last week, but I'd I'd like to know who uh, who won that bet and who they've been talking to. Yeah. I'm gonna start listening to their show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay. $7,000 range. Uh, give me a couple of folks you'd like here. Here's your boy Seamus. He has not had a good showing at the Mayakoba. Um, I'm going to play him. I'm playing Seamus this week. There's no way on that. He's ranked fourth in this model. T12 at Bermuda, T21 at Shriners, missed the cut at Sanderson, Northern Trust 31, Wyndham 60th. So he's on a really good tear. And approach, he's 33rd in this last 24 rounds against this field. Uh, off the tee, 30th. Total, he's 4th. And then 15th putt. I mean, there's nothing. I'm walking away from him for that guy there. I, I, his past history, fine. There's a different Seamus out there this year, and yeah, I'm playing him for sure. Yeah, Charlie Hoffman has missed four out of his last five. Uh, missed the cut four out of his last five tournaments here. Uh, Carlos Ortiz, T8 and T2 in 21 and 20. Uh, she usually shows up. Uh, Grio's probably going to find his way into my lineup here. T8, T41, 15, T9, and T10. So I got to get. Uh, he's from Chile, right? Emiliano Grio? I think he's Chilean. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, who else is kind of sneaky? Uh, Russell Knox, I think, is going to find his way into many of my lineups, and I may be, I may, I may lean pretty hard on Russell Knox this week. T twenty three, T thirty three, T nine, and three. Argentina. 
Argentina. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was close. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, is this the week? Is Pat Perez going in, right? T52, T8, T6, T34, and winner in 2017. So, you know, I, I don't know. It's $7,200. I got Pat Perez and Matt Kuchar. I'm definitely going. Uh, and you got Streelman and Pendrith uh, in, in that $7,200 price tag. I'm probably leaning towards Pat Perez in that one. Um, you know, I, I really want to like Luke Liss here. However, he's missed uh, the last four times he's played the Mayakoba. He has missed the cut. So uh, and then T7 in 2017. So I don't know that it's going to allow me to go down that road. Um, I don't know. Anybody else kind of stick out to you? Uh, HV3 might be an interesting play this week. I like him. Probably, might, might go that direction. I like Johnny Vegas still. I think he's going to be headlining the uh, the Saudi Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, <laughs> way to kick it off. <laughs> uh, I do um, like him there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I do too. So, uh, yeah. So, again, for me, so I, I think Grio, uh, just based on course history, Pat Perez, Russell Knox, that's probably the three that I'm kind of leaning on in the uh, $7,000 range. Yeah. Uh, I don't, what do you think about Scott Stallings? I mean, if he makes the cut, he's on he's on a streak to be uh, to get top five. So, yep, uh, he had to, you cannot ignore the Sunday round. I can tell you that. No, yeah. I, I know. Uh, all right, six thousand dollar range. I think there's a hell of a lot, hell of a lot of value here. Um, I think I'm probably going to start most of my lineups in the six thousand dollar range. Uh, Tom Hogue has been on a tear in T three in 2021 at this tournament. Danny Lee, we just mentioned him T two with P Reed at uh, Bermuda this past weekend. I don't know is Danny Lee going to keep it hot? He didn't play here in 21. Uh, T26, second, T25, and then a withdraw in 2017. I'm probably going to sprinkle a little Danny Lee in this thing. Uh, uh, Guido Migliosi, uh, maybe, uh, who, who are you liking in the $6,000 range, Danny? Uh, you hit a lot of them right there like with Danny Lee and, uh, yeah, Hoagie. Um, I think I like definitely going to play Hoagie at 6,900. Is he definitely, is it definitely definite for you? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't love this range, but, um, yeah. Uh, you got Snedeker, uh, sitting down there, uh, Brian Gay, uh, T14, T4, T41, T25, T28. I think it's probably a solid play. Uh, we got a Zach Johnson resurgence. Mm-hmm. Two-time major winner, I believe, um, at sixty-two hundred dollars. Uh, I think he's getting. Uh, I think he is going to round things out for getting six to the weekend, <clears throat> or to the weekend. Uh, JT Poston, T T forty-one, T twenty-one, T fourteen, and T thirty-five. Tyler Duncan, T twenty-three, T forty-eight, T thirty-eight, and T fifty. Uh, JJ Spawn's got a great track record here so you know that that's a direction i might lean um <laughs> this guy every time i don't i don't play him but every time i don't he bites me in the ass and roy sabatini man and he's got a pretty good track record here so t40 33 55 and 77 
But uh, but yeah, I may I may sprinkle a little. Uh, what country was he? What what, what did he get? Uh, was Scandinavia or somewhere? Where did he get citizenship so he could play in the Olympics? I forget. No. <laughs> like the only the, he's the only golfer from the country. Here you go. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know, and I'm I'm probably gonna go uh, go back to Danny Lee, I guess, and. Uh, Maybe Charles Hell the Third. He's got a pretty good track record here too. So, mm-hmm. uh, good things, good things. Okay, so um, I don't think we're going to create a lineup today, but uh, we do have to get our get to our one and dones, and uh, then I got to brag about all this money I won, I, about, about how I'm just crushing Dan in the one and dones. Um, and by the way, if you haven't caught on yet, whoever Dan picks. <laughs> Probably, probably a good idea to go a different direction. Just saying, mm-hmm. just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit torn on my one and done. I don't know. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, you let me go first. I'm gonna take Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking here. Uh, I'm thinking like, do I, do I want to go for somebody that's gonna be favored? Uh, or do I want to try and go a sleeper pick? <clears throat> and I, and I'm, I'm torn, but I don't know where else I'm going to use this guy at. And uh, I'm going to say, given to me, track record, their course history looks good, hitting the ball good. Uh, Billy Ho is uh, he's, he's going to come out victorious. You want Billy Horschel? Yep. Okay. Lock it in. Billy Ho's a good Lock pick. It in. It's a good pick. I like Lock Billy Ho here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I did win some uh so I won money in DraftKings. Uh I won money on the sports book. By the way, head over to uh busser.com forward slash birdies uh for all your sports betting. That's B-U-S-R.com forward slash birdies for your sports betting. I did win some money in top tens and top twenties. Uh, place and uh yeah and, and again i won uh won some money on my uh, on, on a several several of my DraftKings lineups i think i did i think i had six lineups and i had four of six get six people through to the weekend so. that's pretty dang good yeah i'm proud of myself yeah uh it didn't i didn't sprinkle enough p reed i did have some p reed in there i didn't play enough though man i, I definitely should have played more of him uh I, I listened to you and i had seamus power in there like, oh, i won't make that mistake again that was your one and done <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm just kidding uh no he actually it did did uh did quite well for me so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh so yeah it's good solid it's been fun uh, i had a couple lineups last week and uh i think i had like one get all six through and a couple getting uh, like five through or whatnot but overall just i played really well yeah it was good it was good it was good i mean i wish the weather would have been a little bit better down there but you know. i know yeah. It wasn't a good showing for Bermuda in terms of weather-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won. I did win this week in my fantasy football league, so I got a, got another victory. Um, unfortunately, the some other people didn't lose, so I think I'm going to remain in second place. Uh, it's kind of a tie, but they don't really tie, so it's going to be second. And uh, oh, my pickums! Oh, I got dusted, man. Lots of uh, who'd your who'd the Dolphins play this weekend? Did they have a game? The Bills. I didn't I, see them? Wasn't it the Bills? Oh yeah, yeah. They got crushed by the Bills. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for bringing it up. Appreciate Pan- it. Yeah, 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 
Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> anything I can do to, to uh, keep you down. Um, let's see. The Falcons got uh, they got beat by the Panthers. Not surprised. I mean, but like they, I mean, they got beat by the B League Panthers. Man, it's like, come on, Falcons, what are you doing? Uh, man, I thought, I thought, I thought the Bravos, I thought the Bravos were going to pull it off, man. It, I mean, uh, uh, I think it was Fred. Was it Freddie Freeman that hit the I think hit so. the grand slam? Mm-hmm. I think it was Freddie Freeman. Uh, we we were just getting back into town, so you know, it's kind of moving around and, and stuff while the while the game was on. <laughs> Bases loaded. Just absolutely jacks one. I believe it was the first inning. What was it past the second? I think it was the first, but, uh, and I'm like going, well, shit. Okay. It's in the back. Oh no. Oh no, it's not. No, it's not. We're heading back to Houston. Uh, so we'll, we'll see, man. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. It's, uh, it, this is, I don't know what the highest scoring series has been, but I would think that this one's got to be up there. Yeah. I would think so too. I mean, it's double digits. Like, like I think every game so far, total score between the two teams has been double digits. I believe. I, I think so. And I, we got to get Johnny on to come talk about it. Maybe sometime after, maybe sometime in December, we can get John Smoltz on. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We do need to uh, to connect. What are what he's doing to, uh, tomorrow? <laughs> maybe a little busy. Maybe a little busy. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else is, uh, anything else? I'm trying to think, uh, Oh, did, uh, did Yellowstone come back on by the way? It's coming back like another week, I think. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I knew it was, I, I hadn't checked, but I, I know I, uh, I saw some, some, uh, some advertisement about it. Uh, it was kind of, it was getting ready to, to hit again. So, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Your boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Oh, uh, Ozarks. Uh, I think come back. It, it, I think so. Uh, a friend of the show, she's a uh, I'll probably butcher what she does. Um, I'm going to call her the set designer. Oh yeah. Um, and and in some fashion, that's that's what she is. But uh, yeah, they just finished up the recording like a month or so ago, and that was the last one. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't remember when that show comes out. But do we have a, uh, um, a stage to prop in this new season? possible it's possible. <laughs> you could see a little birdies and bourbon uh um uh what do you, uh, a uh a, a set uh or, yeah a, a, set a, piece. Set, a set piece yeah birdies and bourbon could be uh could be making its way in i don't all i'm gonna say is uh when it does come on be sure to pay close attention to the man cave or the the bar in the house Ooh. in the kingpin's house pay attention Ooh. to the bar could be could be a little uh, a little product placement there i mm. could not be i don't know i wasn't there <laughs> uh yeah so other than that uh again looking forward to uh to having uh sharing the show that we did with uh, ben bridgers yeah. from pinehurst this week that'll be uh that'll be a hell of a lot more entertaining to listen to Dan and I ramble on about shit that we have absolutely no idea about. And uh, who else do we have? What else? Oh, uh, we got a show that's going to be released probably next week. I would expect um, we had a chance to uh, chat with Jason over at sub 70. So that's going to be uh, a really fun show. We definitely got into a few pours on that one. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but, but just uh, a fantastic show. Looking forward to getting my clubs in. Uh, hopefully they'll be here this week and uh, get to, uh, get to drop a review on those. I don't need to do a review. Head to sub70.com and uh, maybe sub70golf.com 
and there's plenty of reviews. I actually haven't seen anything bad about those guys. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to dropping that show with you. So get to know more to, about direct to consumer. To quote golf like parks. Entourage on I mean, HBO back in the day, uh, I think it was Vince or Turtle or one of those guys would, would, he would say something as like being true. So when Cal says, eh, we might've had a couple, a couple of, uh, pours with Allegedly. the, with, with the Jason, know that. Know that because <laughs> <laughs> it is for sure. <laughs> well, it was, it was mean, fun. You know, it was fun. He's a he's a really nice guy and making a great product. So yeah, yeah I mean and, they're standing and, behind absolutely. the warranty. It's all direct to consumer. Taking out that middleman. Think uh, Warby Parker for golf clubs, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. He's doing a great yeah. job. So yeah, really yeah, great guy. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, fun, fun show for sure. We got a lot of cool um, spirits uh, folks coming on again. We got to get Matt back on from Clearwater to talk about this release and, and we got to figure out if he's going to be uh, releasing eggnog. By the way, that's uh, clearwaterdistilling.com. And uh, I think he's shipping to, I think, all states now. I yeah. do believe uh, there, there may be a couple of restrictions, but it, if it is, it's very limited. So uh, he, he's got the e-commerce side of the house up and running there. Everything's looking good. Um, the folks from, we got to get good times back on. We had a couple of scheduling issues, so, uh, we got to get those, uh, get those gents scheduled for another show. Ones too. We got, um, uh, benchmark tasting we got to do. And... Yeah, we got to, we're going to do a blind with the benchmark. Um, we also have, uh, dad's hat rise coming on. So I caught, I think I caught them on Instagram. They were on an Instagram live a week or two ago and reached out and, uh, they're sharing some product. And, and a blue done. note, we got blue note coming up too. And yeah, we got to get blue. I think they'd uh, recently had a kid. So I think oh. that was the, that what we were waiting on there for them to get back, but they probably are back. So we need to get, uh, get rescheduled with them. So, and, uh, and Hey, and, uh, we're going to be recording later tonight. Well, not later tonight. We've got an upcoming show, I guess I should say. Um, we're going to have bill bells from clarity golf. We're going to, uh, anything you want to know about golf simulators, we're going to find out. We don't know shit about golf simulators, but uh, we're going to know a little bit more after we've had a chance to chat with Bill. So looking, uh, looking forward to uh, see, yeah, talking about a segment of the industry that, uh, that you don't get to hear a whole lot about. So from the technology side, uh, I'm sure anybody that's listening, you've seen and or hit into a simulator. I know Sweetens Cove, they just put one, at the, uh, put one in at the E9 retreat. I don't know what brand they have, uh, but I would venture to say that Bill's probably uh, had a hand in it, in it at some point. I think he's been in the business for 30 years. So, hmm. um, yeah, so there we are, Dan. What else uh, we got, bud? Man, did you do anything fun for Halloween or no? Uh, <laughs> so, n not actually on Halloween Day. It was kind of weird, right, because it fell on a Sunday. Not weird, but, you know, it's kind of kind of restricts. So, I think most of the parties occurred on saturday so we were in at the, we were in santa fe new mexico mm -hmm. and we were at and i wish i could remember the name of the bar we were at damn it uh really really great bar and we, uh, we were sampling through some pours met some people there just organically chit-chatting at the bar and they said, well, what are y'all doing later? And we're like, I don't know, just heading back, I guess. And they're like, oh, well, you want to go to a Halloween party? And we're like, well, well of course we do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, is there going to be drinking and dancing? <laughs> yes. And music. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then the answer is yes, we want to go. Um, we went to the VFW nice. in Santa Fe, 
New Mexico, uh, New Mexico. Now, I didn't meet a single veteran while I was there. And there were multiple people that asked me if I was a veteran. And of course, I, I unfortunately, I had to respond. No, I was not. Um, so I don't actually know how it's the VFW. Oh. But it was it was the VFW of Santa Fe. Nice. Without any veterans. So, uh, but the good news is we were uh, supporting the cause. Absolutely. Uh, good times, so huh? We, we were drinking plenty. Yeah. But, uh, oh, you know what? The one thing I didn't mention real quick. So we went to this uh, bar in, uh, yeah, it was in Santa Fe also. And it's called uh, Radish and Rye. And holy shit, did we have a tasting. We, um, we had Happy 23. We had, uh, I'm still a little foggy from the weekend. I can't lie. <laughs> um, so we have Pappy 23 and what's the other one that I, uh, Oh, we had George T stag. Uh, we got, we had a taste of, and there's one more. That's some great cocktails, man. They did this. Um, they did like a, a riff on a smoked old fashioned, but the smoke was actually pipe tobacco. So instead of using wood to smoke it with, they had, you know, they put the pipe tobacco in the little smoking uh, contraption. Yeah. And they, so they did it with the tobacco. It may be, maybe the best damn uh, old fashioned riff I've ever had. Remember the place, uh, Cibo mm-hmm. de Bebe, mm-hmm. and they had the, mm-hmm. the, uh, like the, uh, the praline mm-hmm. old fashioned kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This, this one, this one topped it. Wow. Up until this point, that had been the best one that I had. Yeah. This one, this one actually topped it. Wow. And through the whole thing, and and again, you know, a lot of people don't smoke, right? And but you know, I've never really heard anyone like get a waft of pipe tobacco and be like, oh my god, it stinks. Like everybody's no. like, oh my god, that oh that smells yeah. so good. Yeah. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like that sweet kind of aromatic. And like the, through the whole cocktail, you could just taste that pipe tobacco, man. It was so frigging good. So that good. sounds awesome. Yeah, that yeah. really sounds good. Yeah. So needless, needless to say, uh, I gotta go get some pipe tobacco. And you're gonna get kicked. You're gonna get kicked out of your spot now. <laughs> well, here's what I was wondering though, because it's, it's a no, it's a no smoking restaurant. It must be in the device they had, right? So they put it in a glass and they they push it up and then they maybe no, it ventilates you, out it, or something. No, no, no. What, he so he pours it into this uh, into this like a in, into this uh, into a carafe mm-hmm. and oh. and then he co- no and he covers it up and he comes over and he pours it and the smoke is like I think I posted a video mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram at Birdies it, yeah. under bur- yeah Birdies underscore Bourbon. No, no, the smoke is there and it just then just kind of dissipates throughout the building and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I thought it was a no smoking restaurant. <laughs> okay, well, it's time to cause trouble. Uh, nah. We'll see. So, just keep keep the fines coming our way. <laughs> Put them over the corner with the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Start uh, wallpapering with those babies. So, uh, hey, until next time, uh, hey, we'd appreciate it if you would like and follow the show. We'd appreciate any reviews you'd like to leave as well. And if there's anything that you'd like for us to review, we do have a little bit of booze behind us. If there's uh, bottles you have questions about, if we don't have it, we're happy to go out and get it, leave a review for you, help you uh, maybe in deciding what's the next bottle for you to buy to enjoy for yourself. And there you go. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.